Ah, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast for the people, by some people, with your hosts Thorn and Fist. As you're listening to this, the Overwatch beta is officially over. No! But it'll be back on the 24th for good! We've been playing Overwatch as much as possible during the beta, and we hope that you've been enjoying it as an overplayer or an overwatcher as much as we have. Just at the top of the show, we'd like to inform everyone that we're both sick as balls. So we're going to try and soldier through this. Aren't we brave? So what did we do last week before we were sick? Well, we did that hide-and-seek thing I was talking about. Yeah, for your birthday! For my birthday! And thank you to everybody on Twitter who was just blowing everybody up, or blowing this up with birthday wishes. You thank guys are you amazing. Guys. Very cool. It's really nice. You guys are all so sweet. Yeah. And I don't have any friends, so... Just, yeah, you do. I feel the love. Yeah, you do. But yeah, so we did a hide-and-seek event that we've talked about before. It was Thist's idea. Um, gotta say, in all honesty, I was afraid it might be lame. I'm glad you didn't say that, because I would have smacked you. Yeah, well, I thought that would have been really lame of me to say that. Yeah. But I was afraid that it was going to be lame, but it wasn't at all. No. It was actually really fun. It was fun. So the key is that you have to turn off those your name display and, yes, and the nameplates. That's very key. You have to turn it all off. Um, we started in Thunder Bluff like we planned with two teams. Which was supposed to be easy mode. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be easy <laughs> mode. And uh, we had two teams of four, I think. No, yeah. two teams of three. Yep. And then you were refereeing because it was an odd number. Yeah. So and I was just like kind of flying around to make sure that people weren't using mounts or forms or yeah. spells and things like that. None of that stuff. And then uh, one team hid, and I was on the Seek team first, and it was almost impossible to find anyone uh, at all. So um, we, they started giving hints and stuff. So <laughs> be like, hot, warm, hot, warm, <laughs> or I'm on Hunter Rise for sure, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was pretty fun. And then when I hid, um, myself and uh, one of my guildmates, Mike, were both female blood elves. So we straight up walked into Torrin NPCs. And hit there. Just stood there. Yeah, just stood right in one. And, like, my legs were showing between the Torrens' legs, but... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm for sure on Hunter Rise, guys. Like, I'm definitely there. They were there. in the room looking for you. Yeah. They couldn't find you. It was hilarious. So, yeah. Uh, and then we moved on to Dalaran. Which was way fun. It was. Dalaran, I think, was my favorite so far. Of the places to hide. I say so far because we'll probably do this again. Of it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, we switched it to one person hiding and the rest of us seeking. Right. It's really hard to find people. Which was originally your idea because I had been roughing in Thunder yeah. Bluff and didn't get a chance to hide. And you wanted me to feel how fun it was to hide. Because I was like, I don't know, is it really that fun to like go in one place and then sit there? It is. And actually it was. It actually... <laughs> it was surprisingly fun to sit there and like watch people run by and be like, Ooh! <laughs> So the last place we went to was the Shrine of Two Moons. Um, we just thought maybe if, if it was smaller, it'd be a little easier. And it was a little easier, but it's still really hard. It's just, it's just, it was just a lot more fun than I had hoped. And I was really glad. And it was a really great way to spend my birthday. And I highly recommend it. Um, if you're looking for something to do with your raid team or your guildmates or your friends or whatever. It's just a cool way to pass the time. Just be like, hey guys, I'll meet you in fucking Orgrimmar. Let's hide. Somebody find us. Or, Go find me. So yeah, thank you again to everybody who wished me happy birthday. I really, really, really appreciate it. And it was really sweet. And thank you to everybody who came up for my birthday. 
It was a damn good time. We're definitely doing that again. It was a good time. I mean, both your birthday, again, next year at the same time, and also that event. Right. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. I mean, all of the above. I mean, I, I don't guess. need any more birthdays uh, anytime soon. That would be great. Let's just make this year last a really long time. But you're only 19. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm as old as Winston, so if you really want to know, go find that out. So we have a special announcement. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. Very, very excited. Uh, Mystical OS is going to be joining us next week on the show. And if you don't know, he's been on the show before. Um, he came to talk about uh, Deadly Boss Mods because Deadly Boss he Mods. is the DBM. He's the man. Like, he's the master of DBM. Like, he is solo missioning that whole thing. The thing that each one of us relies upon to be a good WoW player, he's doing that by himself at home all day, every day. No vacation, no assistance, no nothing. He's yeah. doing that himself. And uh, he's going to be joining us next week because he just released a Patreon to help support DBM because it uh, it really needs help. It That's needs awesome. our help. Just as we WoW players need help figuring out how to differentiate holes on the ground from the holes in our asses. I don't know what the term is. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we need DBM. You can't raid without DBM. Nobody's going to like you without DBM because right. you're going to fucking suck compared to everyone else. And he is the guy who's allowing you to have a good time in the game. And yeah. now he needs our help. And, you know, if you have like a dollar to spare a month, that would be great. Yes. Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. Just, just think like, we're giving you lagging balls every week for free. If you could just like, give him a dollar for like, every other podcast that we do, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah, totally. Okay, so we're going to have the Patreon link in the show notes. We're also going to be hyping it a little bit um, for him. Um, or yeah. a lot. Worthy cause, guys. Like, this is just something that's directly related yeah. to rating. It's something we use all the time. In old raids and new raids, you just use it every day. Yeah, and the the only the only complaint anybody ever has about the thing is that it, there's too many updates, and that's because there are a lot of updates to the game, that's and it has to be adjusted for that. He but, is on the shit, right? He's, he's doing in there. everything. Yep. So, so if timers are off and things like that, then there's going to be an update so when he fixes it. And anyway, I mean, every one of those piece, pieces is lines of code. Some of you understand that stuff, and to you guys, we tip our hats, because yep. that's awesome. To the rest of us noobs who have no idea about lines of code or what any of that means, way fucking cool that you develop, that you put all this stuff together, that you that you maintain it, mystical, it's all really cool, and we really appreciate it. So, here's to you, buddy. Um, here's us hyping your Patreon a little bit, because you deserve it, pal. Absolutely. So, if you pledge $3 or more per month, um, you receive a special supporter color, for your DBM forum username and access to a private sub forum just for DBM supporters. Um, we got that today. Um, we're on the cool, super elite DBM forum now. Our name is like a cool blue color. It makes me feel important. Um, so, hey, it's cool to be a blue poster. Yeah, finally. it is. And it says that you're a supporter underneath. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so there's that. If you pledge 10 or more dollars per month, um, in addition... Uh, to the reward I just said, um, he will add you on social media and of your choosing so you have a more direct line of communication and giving feedback. So if you love DBM but you think that, you know, it could, if you have suggestions, you will literally be able to talk to him. His name's Adam. He's really, really nice. And 
um, you can talk to him. And if you pledge $25 or more per month, he doesn't have a super awesome prize picked out yet, but uh, he was bouncing some ideas around when I was talking to him, and they sound really cool. So, honestly, um, just whatever you can do to help him out. Um, he's literally doing this all himself. He's supporting his mother in the process. Um, you know, supporting himself, his mom, doing this 24 hours a day, every day, with no vacations. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just rattling on. But anyway, he will be on the show next week, so we're very looking forward to that. And uh, yeah. please check out the Patreon. Um, any any little bit helps, honestly. LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. Ian has a hostess did something today. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do today? Did he wake up? Did he have breakfast? Probably. <laughs> Um, but, uh, he posted something, uh, on his Twitter. It was a link to, uh, a sort of a, a long-winded but beautifully eloquent and, uh, explanatory reply to, you know, the typical complaints, um, on the WoW forums. And, right. uh, somebody said something like, this is starting to sum up the Legion expansion feedback in general. We appreciate the feedback given, but not a damn thing's gonna change. We're totally listening to you guys, though. Um, so, you know, just the that's same... The, that's the quotation. Yeah, the, that's the, the quotation. Uh, so it's just the same old jet. Somebody, you know, feeling like the devs and Blizzard itself is not listening, but is saying that they're listening. Um, so Ian wrote this amazing uh, post that it sort of, like, explains how we've always felt about Blizzard and have tried and failed to, like, communicate to people who get upset about things. Um... So I won't, I won't read the whole post, um, but I will have the link to it. But there was one uh, paragraph in particular that really stuck out to me, so I will read that thusly. Uh, second, almost every facet of WoW is an activity that caters to a minority of the player base. That may sound odd at first, blush, but it's true. In a sense, that's part of the magic of WoW. It's not a narrow game, but rather one that can be enjoyed in numerous different ways, by people with hugely diverse playstyles. A minority of players raid. A minority of players participate in PvP. A tiny minority touch mythic raiding. A tiny minority of players do raided PvP. A minority of players have some of max level alts. Some minority of players do pet battles, roleplay, list things for sale in the auction house, do challenge mode dungeons, and the list goes on. Virtually the only activity that that a clear majority of players participate in is questing and level up dungeons. But even then, there's a sizable group that views those activities as a nuisance that they have to get through in order to reach their preferred endgame. And yet, taken together, that collection of minority groups literally is the World of Warcraft. Fucking well put. Right? I mean, I'm sure he would know, you know, as well as any of massively important person at Blizzard that, you know, it's it's... There's so many angry people, but all of these angry people aren't the same person, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. Everybody's angry about something different all of the time. And they are doing their very best to cater to everyone. And it's true. Like, and nobody likes the same thing, usually. You're lucky to find people who love to do exactly the same thing that you do. Um, for instance, most of our raid team, like, some of us really, really like to do PvP. And we'll say, hey... Thorn and Fist wanna are wanna wanna PvP after this, wanna pin some some noobs wanna do some arenas and shit, and we're like, fuck no. 
no, not at all. We don't want to do that. And then we're like, hey, do you want to RP? And they're like, no. And I'm like, great. You know, so it's, it's just, you're very lucky to find people in the game who want to do exactly what you want to do all the time. And so you have to look at that and think like, how can this giant company cater to all these different people in this game that allows you to be an individual, you know? Like, nobody's right. going to want to give that up, ever. Because everybody loves a different avenue of WoW. Yeah. But people still get angry because some people just can't see past their own bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's not... Bu- I mean, I get you, but it's not bullshit. The, the type of game that I want to play is not necessarily the type of game that you want to play. It's not necessarily the type of game that you, listener, want to play. And... Because there are all those different points of view, um, he talks further in the post about how you know they might create a specific reward for something, like a special mount or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's only a PvP mount, then everybody who doesn't like PvP is going to bitch and moan. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. There's a cool-ass PvP mount that I will never fucking have. You'll never it's have that it. Warhorse thing, and it's fucking cool as shit. It's the coolest mount. And like... Ten different times I was like, you know what? I fucking I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking do this thing. I yeah. want I want that mount. Yeah. It's on. It yeah. has a fucking flag on it. I'm gonna kick everybody's ass and get that damn. No. Yeah. It's never no. happened. It's never happened. Oh. But you know, you get upset and that's fine. But whatever. Then we get the moose mount that you can only get through killing a heroic endgame boss. Yeah. And we had a bunch of PvP dudes being like, "Hey, you look like you're good at PVE. Can you help me get the moose?" Yeah. I'm just standing in War Spear and I'm just like. Dude, I'm literally AFK right now, and I'm eating, so... (laughs) Food. So, I mean, the point is, just understand that from a dev's point of view, um, I didn't take this to mean that he was, like, bitching about how hard it is or anything like that. Instead, he was just shedding some light on the fact that there are many different people to cater to in this Mm -hmm. game. When the game is this wide, as he called it, instead of, it's not a narrow game, it's not one thing down one path that everybody does, it's... And a full array of everything, from pet battles to raiding to PvP to roleplay to excuse me, everything else under the sun. And when it's that wide, they have to cater to a lot of different people. And making one group happy sometimes means another group isn't so happy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not related at all. But they're just. But then everybody's like, "Well, I wish you wouldn't waste your time on that and fix this other thing." Seriously. Because that. And honestly, again, I've done that multiple times. I'm like, why? Why did they just waste time on that? And then, you know, because I wasn't thinking beyond my own nose as far as, you know... Beyond your own bullshit! Yes, exactly. Like I said. Well put. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, this whole post is well put. I really suggest that you read it and bookmark it for the next time that somebody's getting their shit in a twist. I do do want to read one more piece of it. Yeah, go for it. His closing words, I think, are really telling. In closing, I, I know it can often seem like we don't listen. We are, just to many, many different voices. And it may be that a given change, feature, or reward is simply aimed at a different portion of the player base. Or we could be wrong and we haven't realized it yet, so please, keep talking. Absolutely. Because even, so even there, he's 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 not saying like, hey, shut up, we're trying to fix it. He's saying, no, 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 keep keep telling us. Yeah. We are listening. So, I mean, I think that's cool. Uh, we're preaching to the choir for a lot of people. Of course. So this has we been know, a, a, you guys a long rant about, you know, something you already agree with. But it's it's still cool, even being on this perspective, to hear it from... The devs, and yeah. especially uh, a lead guy like Ian Hasakostas. Absolutely. Especially like Ian Hasakostas. Especially. Especially. <laughs> especially. <laughs> Cheers, love! It's Overwatch News! Alright, so if you don't care about Overwatch, um, sorry. <laughs> but we've been having so much fun. 
<laughs> okay, I'm not a first person shooter. The last first person shooter I played, I think I said on here, was like GoldenEye 007. Yeah, you say that like every It's been episode. a long time. Yeah. But this is so freaking fun. Oh my it's god. Fun. I've been taking my anti motion sickness pills every day. <laughs> yeah. So that I can play without getting a splitting headache and start pu- and, and puking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's worked perfectly. It's been great. So much fun. I'm glad that you were able to. Thanks. Because otherwise, for your birthday, after we finished Hide and Seek, we couldn't have switched right over to Overwatch like we did with the whole crew. Yep. Didn't we go with? Didn't we roll with like a full team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so... there were like eight people involved in it, seven, eight people involved altogether. Yeah, we're usually lucky enough to have our raid team from uh, World of Warcraft in with us. Uh, so it's 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 cool because we're used to, you know, telling each other what to do and telling each other to watch out and you know. Yeah. So it's it's pretty sweet. Um, I was all about D.Va before, but now I couldn't care less about her, really, because <laughs> I started playing Mercy, and she's just, like, I don't even have a heals character in World of Warcraft, um, but I've been going all out heals, just, like, basically straight up Mercy for the past three days, yeah. and it's been so much fun. And you've been damn good at it, too. Thank you. Flying all over the battlefield. She is just... Healing in clutch situations. Uh, so good. Clutch reses. Yeah, I'm like, like, You got play of the game tonight? Yes, I finally got player of the game. Um, that hardly ever happens on Mercy, if you're familiar. Um, actually, can I just... Okay. Please. Please okay. do. So Please do. Usually, if somebody on our team gets player of the game, um, and then it replays like their you know, winning move, you can see me in the background. Or yeah. You can see... Like, you're usually my, involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm usually either like, buffing the shit out of that person or healing them. So, like, not to toot my own horn or whatever, but it kind of sucks. Because I, you know, I, I usually get, you know, commended, that's the right word, right, yeah. at the end of the, at the match, which is the great. The medals, yeah. And I always get a gold medal in healing, every single time. Well, of course, yeah. And I'm not even lying about that, it's true. That's how I'm level 31 already in, like, a couple days. But, um, um, I finally got player of the game on Mercy, and all I had to do was res three people. And so... Oh, no, it was everybody. You were the last one standing. And no, it was three people oh yeah yeah oh only, i thought it was only, all of us no only three people around me but um the thing is if that's how you get player of the game and i'm not telling anybody to do this not like you can now but in the future why what would stop an ill-suited mercy from letting everyone die just <laughs> so she could res them so she could get player of the game <laughs> And I was thinking about this, like, I usually play with my raid team, and so I love these people with my whole heart, so I don't want to let them die, but I'm thinking... That's good to know, because I'm usually tanking for you. If I let <laughs> everybody die, and just hide until it happens, and then jump out and res them, I get player of the game. So I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, well, I'm just thinking. I mean... I'm just thinking. <laughs> that's pretty, that's a pretty scumbag Steve really, perspective on really that. really bad, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I can I can attest to the fact that you haven't done this, and no, I'm glad about that. I won't do that, it. But I mean, maybe I will. Not with you guys, though. Maybe I'll go into a pub group and just maybe wait for just my assholes. chance. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I'm getting play of the game because you guys suck at this. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I mean, you were the underappreciated hero because uh, support is just that. You're not you're not flashy. You're not front line. You're back behind taking care of business. Yeah, and... running around taking care of you bitches. Yeah, it doesn't make for a good highlight reel. But it sure saves a lot of ass. It does. It does. And I, I have fun. I mean, I get, I get to be in there. But I think with Mercy, it's like you kind of have to be in the thick of things. And when I figured that out, finally, I was like a great Mercy. Rather than just like 
And okay, Mercy, like you just have to get in there and use your sort of grapple effect. I don't know what it's called, but like grapple yourself from player to player to player to get away from things and just never yeah. ever stop moving. And that seems to be like the like the, the the name of the game is like don't fucking stop moving yeah. unless you're a goddamn bastion. Yeah. You know? And even then once you have a couple of takedowns as Bastion, pro tip, move the hell to a different place. Because yeah, they're gonna see a nice replay of where you were mm -hmm. when you took them out and then they know exactly <laughs> where to come back at you. Yeah. Besides Mercy, like I tried ba everybody's tried Bastion, like he's super fun. Um, and I've been trying to play a lot of Symmetra, but um, every time I go into a group, nobody wants to be support. So I'm like, nah, well, I guess I'll be support. Yeah. But. I mean, there's things to understand about everybody, right? I, there's plenty of matches where I've, I've gone in. Well, I shouldn't say plenty. I've only played a few solo because thankfully we've been lucky enough to be yeah, on at the same thankfully. time or have guildmates. So I very rarely had to play alone at all. But of the ones I have gone in, uh, if, if I don't choose tanker support, nobody else does. And in plenty of those other matches, it's all DPS all the time. Yeah. And all frontline stuff too, because uh, you know, it's not as flashy or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes I'll play the the tank or the the support, and there is no other one of those roles. I'll be support, but there's no tank, and then I'll be tank, but there's no support, and then God forbid something happens, the people will complain, but yeah. they won't give you any credit for having <laughs> you know supported them or or exactly. tanked for them. But you know that's part of why individual play uh, can really shine in this. So comparison time. Heroes of the Storm is also a team-based game, but in Heroes of the Storm, your power as a team is dependent on the team leveling up, Right. and that is dependent on laning effectively and doing the map objectives effectively as a team. You cannot do it on your own. In this team, in this in this game, Genji can fucking 1v6. It's insane. <laughs> if you're good enough. Yeah. But we've seen that, because understand is good enough. Yes. Understand you're maniac. So... You know, it's it's really cool that there are. It's really cool that you change heroes in the midst of the battle, because you're doing something, it's working. Suddenly, you start getting countered, and it's because that bastion is in that one spot, yeah. and you just he's just mowing everybody down, and you just can't get around him. So you Genji it up, and you you reflect it all back at him. You fucking flash through him and cut him in the back of the neck and then he's dead. Yeah. Or you Pharah above him and blast him to yeah. smithereens with a big freaking fat-ass rocket. You really can't just rest your laurels on one character. No. Not usually, no. Like, unless you're a healer, it's understandable, but like... Yeah, no, it's, it's just you... cool. It's so cool to, to counter. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's... Sorry, that's like part of the coolest parts of the game. It's like, you can see what the other team is going to be, yeah. but you don't know how they're going to use their shit. Yeah. So you go in, try to use what your team has, realize that something else could be better, and then you just switch. Yeah. It's fucking cool. I keep saying how I wanted to get better at Zarya, cause I, but I haven't had a, a lot of chance to do that because I haven't understood how to how to work her, and I don't want to spend too much of my team's time trying to figure that out. No, tonight we were just in a match where Azaria had the play of the game. Because she used her alt, caught like four of us, <laughs> she did. and then bombed the Me living Jesus out of us <laughs> while we were all stuck there, which is really awesome. I mean, that that was it was it was a, a team wipe for us, but it was cool to see her get the play of the game. It was cool to see that character. Yeah, every character can make a difference in a big way in this game, and I love that. Absolutely. Oh my god. Okay, we should move on because we we will continue talking about how awesome this is all night long. So, in news for Overwatch, there are new digital shorts out. Uh, one new digital short out. Uh, it's called Going Legit. It's about Junkrat and Roadhog. Isn't that two people? 
Yes. Okay, one digital story about two people. One, but they're, they're partners. Anyway, it's really cool. It's like this futuristic, it's set in like a futuristic Australia. And uh, Junkrat is hilarious. And Roadhog is kind of adorable. And I just, it's, it's so cute. But anyway, the short is really, really cool. Really good. I think it's my favorite one so far. Um, I'm really excited for uh, like my favorite characters to come out, like Mercy, and I'm really excited to see um, a story about Bastion because I really like his story. He seems really adorable. I just I can really get behind like a really peaceful robot who's obsessed with nature and little birds and shit. So. Obsessed with obsessed yeah. with nature, and I know he's got the bird, but like all he does is blast fools. Well, yeah, but he doesn't want to. Oh. He really? just can't. Then I wish he would stop. Okay, well, <laughs> alright. Here's the thing about Bastion. There's a huge... Obviously, everybody knows this, but there's a huge debacle about Bastion being OP, quote-unquote. And uh, there's even a article in Forbes magazine about it. Like, like That's really, strange. Like, real, like really? Yeah. Really? Gaming is pervasive, Yeah, folks. Yeah, but this, I don't know, it's... We'll have the link to that so you can see it with your own eyes. But um, but yeah, I just I just want everybody to know that he is not OP. I mean, he's he he can be deadly for sure. But like we said, like you just have to switch out your characters and figure out the best way to maneuver around him or through him there or whatever. Solid counters to this guy. There's a blue little circly square on the back of his head, and if you shoot it, he goes down. That's a one shot. So just, just figure it out. Farah can fly over him. Um, Tracer can disappear and come up behind him. Um, Genji can just do his thing and fuck him up. Uh, Winston can go bananas yeah. and smash him up. Like there's, there's so many things you can do. I like to be on uh, Reinhardt and just charge straight at him and smash him against the wall. That yeah. works pretty effectively. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I like to lay a Symmetra nest and then lure him into said nest. He actually follows? Sometimes. Nice. Everybody follows me. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> I'll lay, like, all of my fucking turrets in, like, a little hallway or corridor or whatever. And then I'll, like, peek out and peek out and peek out and, like, shoot, shoot, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I'm going to get this bitch. And they come into my nest and they just get slowed and, like, killed. And <laughs> I'm laughing and, oh. So nice. You're like elsewhere on the map already, and it's just like you pretty eliminated so and so. Pretty much, it's <laughs> my babies, my babies, my babies. But yeah, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, so Bastion is OP if you are single-minded about this. But remember, this game is meant for you to switch up your hero. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's doing anything, so Bastion aside, if anybody is doing anything, and it seems like you just can't get through that, switch it the hell up. Yeah. Don't, don't make the whole thing about Bastion. Don't say, oh, there's a Bastion over there. What do I do? You know, yeah. figure it out. That's part of the game. Figure it out. Bomb use them with use Sarah. your brain. There's, there's plenty of resources here for you. You can do it. I yeah. believe in you. Find yourself a good healer. Do it up. And, and don't be afraid to double up. So if you're if you're on Farah and you're trying to counter that Bastion, but every time you get up in the air, he blasts you out of the air, first of all, move around more. Second of all, mm -hmm. get another Farah. Get two Farahs. Yeah, you both whatever. go up in the air at the same time and rocket him to death, he's not going to be able to take both of you out. Nope. You are going to take him out. And then you've got him out of that position, and then you can proceed. So it's... I'm telling you, there's counters to this. We've not really seen it. I've, I've only been in maybe two matches ever where he's just been... had had the lay of the land yeah like you just can hard counter him so badly yeah. just 
it's it's the main way that you if if everybody in this game who's just starting out needs to get good about one thing <laughs> get, get good about countering that bastion yeah it's, and don't don't worry about it just yeah. just do it don't worry about it i think everybody's just super salty because you know they start playing and well he's they, a bullshit they I mean, go yeah, out on their mccrees and yeah they're just like i'm gonna shoot some dudes and then all of a sudden they get mowed down and then yeah. they they come back out into the same spot and get right. mowed down, and they come back out into the same spot and get mowed down. It's like, yeah. I've been on the other end. Like, I've been the Bastion doing that. I'm just like, and then I'm thinking, there's no way they're going to come back out this way. Right. And then they do, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, like it's... And you know it's cheap, and you know it sucks. Absolutely. But they keep walking into it for whatever reason, yeah. so you just keep blasting okay. away. I can do that. But when I'm doing that, and I get blasted in the face, so I got, I got hard... I was on Bastion tonight. Like, we, we needed more firepower on a point that we were trying to take. So I got up on the side, and I was bastioning them down. And after maybe six, eight kills, something like that, then Farah came out, and was she was trying to get to me, and I wasn't letting her. I was keeping her under fire. But she finally found a spot where she could shoot the wall next to me, and she took me the hell out, <laughs> right? So I yeah. tried a different spot, and then Junkrat found me. And then mm -hmm. he took me out after he got me cor cornered um, in a place where I couldn't get to him. And just, you can counter the hell out of this guy. So, I mean, you know, having been on that side of it, knowing full well that it was cheap and that it was bullshit, you know, it's... Just do it up, honestly. Yeah, yeah just try. Just try. You know what? We should just make a YouTube video about how to counter Bastion and then we just, should. like, rack up the views. Yes. And just be us sitting there going, just try. You just, can try. You can try. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm, because we know you can't stop talking about it either. Oh my god, new heroes. <gasps> new heroes have been re revealed. Um, Chromie. Chromie! Chromie. Who's Chromie? Her time-traveling little ass uh, the enters gnome. the Nexus the week of May 17th. We know some gnomes out there who yeah, would be very appreciative of this. Yeah, all the gnome players yeah. who are going to be super excited about this. Uh, but yeah, so so Chromie uh, will be in as of next week, the week of May 17th. Uh, very likely on May 17th, which is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so she will be bringing her tiny little gnome ass in, and she is described as a long-range artillery mage with the ability to bend time to her will. Sweet. With some of the highest kill potential in the game, this gnome packs a very powerful punch. As you can imagine, she's small, she's mm -hmm. a dragon aspect, mm -hmm. she controls time, like, mm -hmm. she's gonna be badass. Yeah, you don't fuck with her. Yeah. You're if you thinking th about fucking with her, but you shouldn't! <laughs> you shan't fuck no. with the dragon gnome! Because she'll destroy you and then laugh about it because she's got... She's a gnome and she's tiny and has a high-pitched voice. They laugh about everything. Yeah. And if you think she doesn't sound cool enough or doesn't sound, like, badass enough or something for your taste, if that's not your speed, Medivh's also up in this piece, too. What? Medivh arrives the week of June 14th and is described as a powerful range specialist. Specialist. Special. A powerful range specialist wielding arcane powers to manipulate the battlefield to the benefit of his team Sweet. and to the detriment of his enemies. Mm. With the ability to create portals for his team nice. and become an invulnerable raven, players will soon learn that it's great to have this archmage on their side. Man, the mages! My and, god. And everybody wants There's to so be a mages. mage. Just saying. Mages There's so many mages in this game now. Mages. Magi. Um, so, both of them look amazing. Um, Medivh's mount is this raven thing. It's it's insane. It looks um, archives. I was talking to him about it, and he he said that it's something like three of his basic abilities look like basically alts on, on, their, on their own. So it's just he looks crazy op. You know what? 
What? I wish I could turn into a bird. Yeah? Yeah. Like what kind an, of bird? Like an invulnerable bird. Well, yeah. Would, would you be an invulnerable raven? No. What kind of bird? Like a buzzard. A buzzard? Yeah. <laughs> Why a buzzard? I don't know. Why not? You were did huge you into know, birds. How, why would you, you choose buzzards? I don't. Well, maybe a turkey vulture. Do you know? Okay. <laughs> here's some here's some facts about the turkey vulture. So, as you know, <laughs> the turkey vulture has completely feathered except for its head. Do you know why? Why? Because it is a scavenger bird, and so it sticks its head into like carcasses Ew. of animals because that's how they eat things. They Ew. they they scavenge for carcasses. So. He's got this head, and it's not covered in feathers because he would get, like, maggots and gross things all over his face, and it would be bad. And he's got these great big nostrils in his beak, and he often gets them filled with, like, gore and maggots and Ew. gross things like that. So, the turkey vulture has evolved to be able to pick its own nostrils with its talons. Ew. I know. Turkey vulture is one disgusting... Creature. I'm not done. So its wingspan <laughs> is quite long. I couldn't give you the exact measurements, but they need to. They usually live in like cliffs, like on high cliffs and stuff, because it takes a while for them to take off on like the, the ground, right? Like flat ground. Yeah. They have to like start running and flapping. Sure. So, so <laughs> okay. When they're countered by a predator, and, like a pharaoh. No, sure. Like a bastion? Whatever. Or something that wants to eat them. They're like, oh shit. So they have to start running and flapping. So their only measure of defense is barfing all over themselves. Just over themselves? Just on themselves. Wait, why all, why all over all themselves? All over the place. Because then they smell like rancid, rotting, dead carcass. Ew. And then their predator's like, that is disgusting. I don't want to eat this. Oh, sick. Also, since they have such <laughs> massive wing power, they get overheated quickly when they're flying. So, they piss on themselves to cool themselves off. Oh, my God. And now the turkey vulture is your favorite bird. I'd be that bird. Good God. Yeah. So what were you saying about here? Uh, so um, now in uh, on Fist's Bird Minute, thank you for that. <laughs> Good Lord. That's the bird you would choose. Okay. Yep. Well, other Sorry. items that are in development in Heroes of the Storm that have been announced are Chromie's Fell Queen skin, which is surprisingly bitchin'. She looks like, um, like a, a goblin. Warlock. She looks like a goblin warlock. She does. Pretty yeah, cool. she really does. The Eagle Eye Tyrande skin, which basically looks like a full-size action figure. She's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. It's all right. And then Widowmaker Nova. Okay, so I saw this out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, what's wrong with Widowmaker? Her face is weird. And you're <laughs> like, uh, that's not Widowmaker, you stupid. That's and not I'm how like, I said it. Oh. <laughs> no, it's Nova. It's Nova. It's but yeah, so that's the second Overwatch-themed thing in Heroes of the Storm. Um, so if you're familiar with how Widowmaker looks in Overwatch, this is the skin of Widowmaker. It looks pretty sweet. It looks like Widowmaker, um, but on Nova, so... And then mounts. There were three mounts um, announced. The Elemental Wolf, the Epic Elemental Wolf, and the Hellbilly. All of those are awesome. Yes, all three of these are awesome. I don't know how you're going to get the Hellbilly yet, but if, it, if you're familiar with the Wonderbilly or, you know, whatever the other one is, <clears throat> this is like an evil version of that, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like little little evil skulls like it coming up like, off of it. It looks like it matches the, uh, or Chromie's Fell Queen skin. Yeah, really totally. Well. It looks like they're matchy-matchy. Totally. And then the Elemental Wolf and Epic Elemental Wolf we'll get to in a moment because ranked play 
was also announced. Really? So season one is actually going to finally start. Damn. June 14th. And while they're at it, Ranked Play is getting a full revamp. So League Tiers and Divisions will be starting. A League Tier is a large bucket meant to give a general idea of a player's skill level. So it'll be things like Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, Master, and Grandmaster. Wow. Uh, each tier up to Master League is then broken down into divisions, with the lowest being a tier, lowest division within a tier being five, and the highest being one. Okay. So you could be like Gold Level 3. And then work your way up to gold level five. Holy shit. Or, I'm sorry, gold level one. And then move up to platinum level five. And then platinum level okay, four. Okay, so it's just going to take ages. Yeah. But that's the point is, you know, that you fall into one of those, you know, colors, basically. Right. Or tiers. And then there are, you know, numbers within those. Every time a new season starts, they're going to determine your initial rank with ten placement matches. So everybody complained a whole hell of a lot about twenty placement matches when they first started ranking at all. So this is cutting that in half. You're only going to have to do 10, and it's going to put you in an initial rank. And then from there, you work your way up. At the top, um, Master and Grandmaster tiers have no divisions, but instead display the total number of rank points accumulated this season. So there'll be something like Master, you know, 200 or something like that. I'm a Grandmaster. Yeah. And then Grandmaster League will be comprised of the top 500 point earners in each region's Master League. So you have to be a, a Master level, and then if you're one of the top 500 then you are a grandmaster among them. Wow. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> so for players in that league, badges will display a number ranging from 500 to 1. And this number is their player position in the overall grandmaster rankings. So if you see a grandmaster rank 1, just like uninstall. Yeah, basically end it. <laughs> just end it right there. Don't even try. Because that's the highest of the high. But yeah, so um, competitive play is basically about to get amped up. Just amped Sounds like the it. hell up. I'm excited. Yeah. So um, there's a couple other additions to it that are kind of minor but very important. Um, one of them is that there's a new skill level queue restriction. So only players whose ranks are within one league tier on either side will be able to queue together as a party in Hero League matches. Okay. So you can't have, like, high carries. You can't have somebody who's a Grandmaster, oh. you know, rank 10, you know, pulling somebody who's, like, a bronze level Got 5 it. from the bottom all the way. Oh, I guess that makes sense, yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. So... There's that, which is awesome, uh, so you have to be of a similar skill level in order to, to rank up, uh, or to play together, I mean. And then if you've been silenced in the game, so sorry, you can't play. No rank play for you. Mm. So, you know, in the spirit of keeping things positive, if you're going to be a douche, you just don't get to be a douche in there. I love that. Yeah, so really good stuff. Uh, and then there's a huge list of rewards um, that include different levels of gold, portraits, and the mounts that I mentioned before, the Elemental Wolf and the Epic Elemental Wolf. Um, that are all based on where you finish the preseason and where you finish the season in your rankings. Nice. So, um, there's a huge, since it's such a huge list, check, check out the blog post. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. Um, just really good things. It's moving in a really good direction. Competitive play is just going to, it's just going to blow the hell up. You thought it was popular now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I mentioned this a little bit off air that some, some people I know have gotten really good. And once you hit rank one, there's nowhere else to go from there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll they'll play it for a while, and it's nice to maintain your rank one or whatever, but there's nothing to do it for because we've been in preseason for so long. Right. So now that we're going into the season, there's not only rank one, but, there, you know, rank one, is, rank one, quote unquote, is now master level. And now there's different levels within master, and now there's grandmaster to attain, and then different right. levels within grandmaster. Yes. So it really breaks down exactly where you fall. 
in all of this. Right. Which is really cool. Like, you can really distinguish yourself finally. And just, I, I don't know, it just it immediately makes me want to rank the hell up. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm ranked up right now. Yeah? Oh, yeah? yeah? You like that? Just don't puke all over yourself or start peeing on yourself or anything. I'm not a predator. Ah. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs. Shout-outs, yay, yay. So, our question of the week was... Which Overwatch hero would you like to have dinner with? Ah. I didn't specify if it was like a date or just, you know, a friendly dinner, <laughs> a completely platonic kind of thing. <laughs> maybe it was like Going a Dutch. half dinner. Yeah, maybe it was a half dinner. Maybe like the top of you is clothed, but the bottom isn't. Oh. Maybe it's one of those dinners. Oh, maybe knows? all of the food is phallic shaped. <laughs> only phallic shaped food. Only phallic shaped food, so you've got your corn on the cob. Your uh, pogo, which in America is a corn dog. Um, you've got your chocolate eclairs with carrots. filling, uh, carrots, popsicles, because you want popsicles for dinner. <laughs> Taquitos. Taquitos. You've got your veggie dogs. You know, your squash. Delicious squash. <laughs> Shit like that. So, um, uh. What, so what was I talking about? You were just talking about dinner with an Overwatch, right? So we got some Character. sweet answers from you, uh, starting with uh, Matthew at Matt at, Ar Matt at Arms, <laughs> says Zenyatta. He might have an orb to help with heartburn. Then I might become one with the universe. That would be cool too. <laughs> well done, mm -hmm. uh, Tom Zirkin the Tank. Who, by the way, very good at Roadhog and Overwatch. Very he and I good. had some good matches together. He said, I've enjoyed dinner with Roadhog. He must know all the great all-you-can-eat places. Slash oink. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ellis at Multizord, Multizord says, Most of my former dates wish they could go back in time to a past in which they hadn't sat down with me, but Tracer could. <laughs> I don't think that she'd want to. I think that she'd like to have dinner with you. <laughs> and then Fukwupog says, If we're just hanging out, then McCree. If it's a date, then Tracer. Now... If it's a Last Supper type of thing, Tracer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, Chad Glunt at Gorgas AIE says, Roadhog, I think he would have the same appreciate for all-you-can-eat wings as I do. Nice. I think probably, Def yes. I think he's proven that. Yeah. Yes, by virtue of his big belly Very with the big so. Audi. I like that thing. Chris Hall at Tremont Rhino. What up, Rhino? <laughs> he says, Widowmaker, I think she'd be a classy date and would appreciate a fine meal more than the other heroes. Maybe. Well, well put. She doesn't have a lot of human emotion left, though, but... What, what is she? Is she not human? She's a human. It's just that her heartbeat has been slowed down, and she's been, like, deprogrammed as a human being. Oh, wow. So that's so why she she's more blue and, and mean, yes. Oh. And all of her memory's been wiped and things like that. Uh, but she does appreciate a good kill, so she might appreciate a good meal, because sure. maybe they're the same thing. Maybe if you I promise that know. she can murder you at the end, yeah. then she'd really like it. Yeah. It'd be like a slow burn kind of thing. Like, absolutely. I have to sit out this whole meal before I get to shoot you in the head. Yeah. And speaking of, Big G at Gravenau said, Widow because I love to know her mindset. Plus, it would add an element of danger to the meal, not knowing if she would kill me. She would. She would. Yeah, she would. Yeah. Big G, I just, I'm going to ruin it for you here. Spoilers. She wouldn't even use her snipe. She would just <laughs> chop you. Karate chop. <laughs> She'd use slaps. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I guess. Slaps. They used to in Goldeneye. Exactly. <laughs> slaps That's what only. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of that. Um, yeah, so what do you, what, what, who, who would you have dinner with? I would have dinner with... Reinhardt. Really? Yes. I feel like you two would get along. Yep. Reinhardt and I. Reinhardt's bae. You know? <laughs> Reinhardt 2016. Reinhardt! The boy! 
you know, like we both are, you know, we're big, bigger gentlemen. Um, I, uh, I was, I've always had a, uh, an boner? affinity for oh. not quite, a, not quite a boner, an affinity for an, an older guy who's who's seen a lot of action, who's really earned his place in the world, yeah. kind of thing. Somebody I can really respect. Somebody he's who's war torn. He is war torn. Yeah, and then he's a paladin, which I just found out. Yeah, from well, his he's like stuff. a paladin. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. So. Um, you know, cool. I mean, we have a connection on that end too, so you know. So you I feel like you'd have a lot to talk about. I feel like we bro the hell out. You what know? do you think you guys eat? What would you eat? Well, like I some mean, mashed potatoes. Definitely something like home. He's home German, down. so yeah. like mashed potatoes, some kind of vegetable stew. Some lederhosen. Oh wait, no, no, that's not food. That's not um, food. Some haggis. Wait, no, no, that's Scottish. The hell's German food? Some sausage. I mean, he would eat probably some, some good German sausage. Yeah, you got some German sausage for him? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> but he's got you... some German sausage for you. <laughs> he probably does. Who would you eat dinner with? <laughs> um, I would eat dinner with either McCree or Lucio. Yeah? Or both. Why is that? Because they're hot. <laughs> I don't think there'd be much dinner eating, actually, either, so it'd be all good. <laughs> so there would be some German sausage involved with those. Those, but they aren't German. Does oh, really you're matter. making a dick joke. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Come on. Yes, then Come on. absolutely You've yes. You've been here before. Yeah, like this two, is not, two this sausages. This is not, not new round. <laughs> it's a dick joke. I get it. <laughs> two, dick, two dicks. Two dicks. Two dicks. But yeah, that'd be hot. So thank you for the answers, everyone. Um, Next question of the week. What kind of bird is more disgusting than a... <laughs> What, is it? what kind of bird do you want to hear me talk about next week? <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> this is bird corner. Yeah. A minute on birds by this. Leave me alone. It was my birthday. I'm old now. I don't even know what podcast I'm on. Fuck. This is your flyby minute with this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking funny. <laughs> Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. So our good friend Pete, who has repeatedly offered to help us with our podcast. Yes, we um, need to take him up on that. We need to. Uh, it's just nothing personal. It's just this thing is our baby. We have a hard time handing it over. He understands that. He understands that. He gets it. He gets us. He does get us. Thanks, Pete. I feel like he does. But he sent us an audio submission question this week, and I'm really excited about it because we haven't had one in a really long time. Yeah. Um. So let's roll the clip. Roll the clip. Hey, Thorn and Thist. It's Pete Barta. And I have a question for you. Um, in a kind of recent episode, uh, Fist, you mentioned that you sometimes like to uh, be immersed in the game world. And by going to a zone, maybe you don't otherwise have some objective in. And turning on some music you like and hanging out, taking screenshots. So my question is, uh, do you ever listen to the game music? Is that part of getting immersed for you? Or do you find that you just... Uh, tend to listen to music outside the game. Uh, for me, I love the game music. I listen to it almost all the time when I play. And it's actually one of the things that I kind of missed the most about the the original zones when they changed everything in the Cataclysm. Uh, because they kept the themes, but a lot of the music they re-recorded or added new themes to to be more consistent across the Cataclysm kind of storyline. Uh, but it's just a little bit different, different enough to notice it. And uh, I do sometimes miss the old music, even though on a technical level didn't sound quite as good. There weren't as many real instruments. But anyways, do you listen to the music? Do you like it? Are there any other games where you listen to the music? 
uh, or is it all uh, just your personal music collection, not from the game? Love the show. Keep doing it. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks for that, Pete. Yes. So do we listen to in-game music um, and does it help with immersion? Um, Here's the thing. I don't usually. Um, I know that the music in WoW is gorgeous. And some of it brings me back to 2005, you know, 2006, 7, 8. Sure. Especially um, the music in Mulgore. Because that's where I started out, and that's where I got stuck for a long time, um, because I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, I've got the jukebox in my garrison, and it's usually playing Mulgor or Orgamar, because those two things really make me feel happy and good, and they're beautiful. And and I couldn't tell you, like, there's there's no music in World of Warcraft that isn't good. Like, it's all fucking good, and I really appreciate... You know, that it's so beautiful and, and it does help with immersion because as soon as you go into an area, you hear this and it's 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 perfect, you know? Yeah. It's always blended so well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does help with immersion. The thing is, though, like, my other love besides video games is music and, <laughs> and birds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So um, I spend so much time playing WoW uh, that it, it would interfere with me listening to my favorite music or new music or whatever so um i used i usually i've always used wow time for music time as well um and it's worked out really well for me um i'm a music snob i'll be the first to admit it my actual job is reviewing albums so um it's just kind of who i am so it's it's always been that way for me uh nothing against the wow music at all it's just um that's just the way it is for me i'll usually turn the music off um, leave all the rest of the sound on and then just yeah. play my own stuff over it. And and when I go and, and just chill out in, in different areas, like I like to try to sync my own music up with like the feel of the place. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's cool. And that's really immersive for me. Um, and it's really enjoyable and really relaxing way to spend uh, my time. But yeah, so I'm glad that you love the music and I totally agree with you about the original Zones getting sort of a revamp as far as music goes. I noticed that too. Um, it kind of fucking sucks. Um, I wish that, you know, when Cataclysm happened, a lot of my favorite things got changed. And that was really hard for me. Yeah. And I just wish that they had left the music, at least, you know. Um, and in some cases, they did. But, uh, oh well. Um, I guess it's a good thing I don't listen to the music. Yeah. Um, Has it changed so much? Know. No, not really. But you can tell in some places if you were, you know, if you really love the old music. So... Just like the barons and stuff, like it's like it's changed in a lot of ways, and so is the music. Gotcha. So, um, I know that you love Grizzly Hills. Oh my God, Grizzly! You Hills. love the music in Grizzly Hills. The best. So much. Um, I love the music uh, during um, Brewfest. Oh my God, that's so great. Yeah. They're like asshole. Yeah, whatever they're saying <laughs> is just beautiful. I love it. It's the funniest. Um, it's so goofy, and they're all just yelling over it and being drunk as hell. Yeah. Love oh, it. I love the Tuvan throat singing in um, the Orgamar song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like... You have to, like, really listen for it, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's back sweet. there. It's if, back there. If you don't know what Tuvan throat singing is, check that shit out. It's yeah. mental. YouTube it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any other games in which we love the music? Um, original Pokemon, just because nice. that fucking battle music makes me want to shit my pants. 
<laughs> and we love the original uh, Katamari Damacy soundtrack. Yes! We put that shit on all of the time. Yes. It's gorgeous and innovative and strange and beautiful. Uh, if you haven't heard it, it's just, it's insane. It's crazy. It's so good. Um, it's all in Japanese pretty much. Um, it, it's like, it can be really sad introspective um it can be like jazzy uh poppy like yep. techno and there's super crazy happy yeah there's like a choir of children at one point um it's just it it's i don't want to sound catchy as hell yeah and i don't want to sound stupid but it's literally a roller coaster ride it is you just it's just it's honestly one of the best game soundtracks i've ever heard it might and, even and we've heard be a lot of good ones hell yeah we have um but it might even be like one of the best albums honestly ever Ever, it's just so beautiful. Um, so d- definitely check out the uh, Katamari Damacy um, soundtrack. Soundtrack, um, but you know some obvious ones are Zelda. Hell yes. Uh, Halo. Um, oh my god! So fucking many. Sonic Two. Yes. Fucking Sonic <laughs> Two. Sometimes I put that shit on. Actually, I put that shit on all the time. If I'm trying to do something like get some work done, I'm like. Fucking Sonic 2. He, he's got to go fast. And so do I. So, so I put on Sonic 2. And it reminds me of going fast. And therefore I work quickly. Get my work done. It's just really good. It's just really good. Um, and like obviously like Super Mario. Because it brings you back to being a little kid. Hell yes. Fucking yeah. So yeah. I mean not very. I don't have like a wide array of. Of. Uh, soundtracks from video games that I really love. But... Oh, yeah, e- Echo of the Dolphin when you want to feel really anxious. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck it in the ass. <laughs> fuck that. Um, I did have the opportunity to go see Video Games Live, um, which is like a video game orchestra. That's so cool. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was wonderful, magical. If you have the opportunity to see those people, fucking do it. Uh, you and I saw uh, the Zelda Symphony. Yeah. Uh, the Symphony of the Three Sisters or something like that. Yeah. Symphony of the Goddess. Yes. Goddesses. The Goddesses. It was fucking good as hell. It was beautiful. It was all of the Zelda games just done yeah. so beautifully and oh, it was gorgeous. But yeah, so that was a really great question. Yeah. Thank you for really asking was. that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Nice one, Pete. Yes. Um, and just quickly at the end of the show, we just want to remind you that next week we've got Mystical Olesque joining us again that we're so excited for. Yeah. We really hope that you listen to it. We really hope that you uh, consider um, helping him out. It would help us out because if DBM goes away, we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah, how am I supposed to look like I know what I'm doing exactly. without DBM? <laughs> how are we supposed to talk about WoW when nobody wants to raid with us because we fucking suck? <laughs> how? And uh, the week after that is our one-year anniversary show on the day that Overwatch comes out. So fuck us in the ass, but we're going to go with it anyway. (laughs) It's one year. We're doing it live. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. No editing. You'll be able to hear Thorne's stupid rambling about absolutely nothing. Yes. And you won't be able to stop me. I won't be able to stop you. All the dad jokes, the sniffling... The coughing, the farting, yes. Hopefully the colds will be over by then. I hope so. I really, really do. But you'll be able to see us speaking in front of your face. (laughs) Grasping for words. Yes. Not being able to remember what that one word is. Yeah, you're going to hear me say shit that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Maybe another fist's bird corner. Maybe. If you're lucky. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so. That's real nice. 
we're gonna have a prize to give away like a real prize that we'll have to mail you in the Hell mail. Hell yeah, yep. Maybe we'll send you a nice card that we'll write on. Maybe we'll touch our butts on it and give it to you. <laughs> we'll rub it on your face, you'll maybe get pink us, eye. Maybe something that we've touched both our butts to is the gift. Yeah, maybe we touched it. No, honestly, it's actually like a... It's a really good gift. Yeah. Like, it's actually something really cool yes. and WoW-related, so you fucking want it. You fucking want it. <laughs> you want it so bad. So... Tune in next week and the week after, and hopefully all of the weeks after that. Would, that would be great. Yes. So, yeah. Almost one year, Mark, guys. Almost one year. You guys, you guys have brought us here. Yes. It's all been you. Yeah. And me. Yeah. Not so much you. Oh, well. No. I mean, a little bit. Mm. You're just kind of here. I mean, you know, somebody's got to... Bye, Felicia! <laughs> hey, gang. We need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast. But so far, it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. I have great news. I found a way to fix the national debt, and to an extent, the world debt. I don't know how it works that way, and I don't know who we owe this money to, but anyway, here's the way it works. For every gold you spend on guild repairs after you wipe in a raid, you will pay back me one dollar, okay? Don't worry about silver and copper, we're just gonna round it down to one dollar. And at our current estimates, you should be able to pay at least half of it within 10 years. So either you make America great again and fix the economy, or you stop dying in the raids. Okay? That's all you have to do. Stop wiping. It's very simple. Step one, get. Step two, good. Done. Fall in, soldiers. This is the Raided Battleground, and I'm Ace Lana, your Battleground Commander, and this is your Tactical Minute. Let the battle begin. Whether you are the leader or a soldier in the ranks, the best way to bring a team together is to communicate. Oftentimes, the only thing that separates a Raided Battleground from a random battleground is your level of communication. As a team, being clear and concise so that comms can remain open is essential. That way, incoming callouts as well as leader instructions can be received. With clear comms, objectives, and plan changes can be seen, heard, and followed. Also, don't forget about those macros and raid warnings. A raid warning that has been macroed is a great tool to convey what you want to your entire team. If you have any questions or comments about this Tactical Minute, you can get a hold of me at Winstead84 on Twitter. Or come join us on the Raided Battleground podcast, found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Now here are your orders. You are to log in queue up and start communicating with your team, leaving your enemies speechless. Join us weekly on the Victor Sanctum Podcast, where we are your source for all things PvP in the Blizzard universe, whether it be live on Twitch or on iTunes and Stitcher. Each week we discuss news and PvP in the world of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, and StarCraft. 
visit our website at victorsanctum.com to find out more information about our blog and podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh, if you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! Stop! (laughs) Okay, so now that we're moving on from that, um, other... Ah!